This is WMNF Tampa. Welcome to another edition of the Sunday Forum right here on WMNF 88.5 Tampa, Sarasota, St. Pete. This is your host, Walter L. Smith II, along with my member, the solo member today of the Fourth Estate crew. We'll call you Solo. Yeah, Solo. Solo Petro. <laughs> What's up, Billy? Same old, same old. Yeah. We had a midterm election. 
A lot yeah. of things on the horizon. Yes, 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 yes. We got a lot of stuff on the horizon. Want to give a shout out to Val Demings. Yes. Sister, she's made a date with history. She may be the first black woman to represent Florida in the U.S. Senate. Senate. Lord have mercy. <laughs> Would that be something? That would be awesome. That would be awesome. We got a lot of bold stuff happening this week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, um, I don't think either of us is a fan of the governor. Mm-mm. You mean white boy run? What is that? What? <laughs> white boy. <laughs> yeah. So we got uh uh He's going up against the ex governor who yes, I call Governor, governor Chris. Governor Chris. Governor Chris. The veteran. Yeah. <laughs> veteran. Yeah, man. You know. Um what what do you think? That that was that was pretty bold. Not bold, but like that was dope how uh, how he, he he how he addressed those folks. Oh yeah, he he said, "I don't want you voting if you got hate in your heart." And that means he understands this is going to be a campaign against hate. This is this is this is truly going to be a campaign against hate. The, you know, Billy, we have actually actually watched and lived through uh, a type of. Repeat, re- a repeat of history, right? Yeah. Uh, I watched. I've, I've watched footage of what happened in Nazi Germany. Hmm. And so did they. Apparently, they, they took a note from that. Mm-hmm. Apparently, they took a note from that. When you, when you have a group of people who insist. On burning books. Yeah. <laughs> burning books. is something wrong. Right? Yeah. That means you're trying to control. It's like Fahrenheit 451. Right? Mm. If, if anyone's ever read Fahrenheit 451, if you've never read it before, you need to. Because it is in uh, dystopic uh, history. Uh, like science, science fiction, of course. Uh, but it's a dystopian uh, future where you have a uh, a government that bans books entirely, entirely. And if you have actually, if you read the book, but if you watch the movie, you get an even better view of what happens. Hmm. Right? They were killing people. They were hunting them down for reading the books. And there were people that were assigned in the underground to actually memorize an entire set of books. Memorize the, the, the words of, of entire sets of books Crazy. so that they'd be able to uh, repeat them or uh, replicate them in some way later on. But right. that was their job was to replicate those books because they had been destroyed. I mean, it's ridiculous. But this is what, but you you think about what's happening here. This is exactly what's happening. And that's dangerous. That's extremely dangerous that we have a governor that thinks that this is okay. And that you have mothers, mothers that were leading that charge. Primarily mothers. Yeah. White white mothers. Yeah, directed by. I have yet to see a black mother, a black black mother to do that. I have yet to see that. But they're white mothers, 
and, I, and I, not not all white, you know, white yeah, women. I don't think they're all saying, mothers. But, but <laughs> not, yeah, but you have white mothers who are leading it primarily, right? And then you have people who you have uh, uh, these these groups, these sheep. If you will, I call them sheep. Yeah. These sheep that follow them, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? They're so easily led into into dumb stuff, things that's not even intelligent. I mean, for instance, I'll give you an example of something that really, really troubled me. So our son, Walter, went to a, a Catholic school where um, one of the books that he had to read was Huckleberry Finn. Now, mind you, Walter had already read uh, Tom Sawyer, um, you know, just on a private note, he had read that, right? Mm-hmm. And then he read uh, Till, no, not Till, uh, Mount, Count of Monte Cristo, Count of Monte Cristo. And he had already read, and he had, by the by sixth grade, maybe seventh grade, uh, he had read um, Oliver Twist. Okay. okay. Dickens. Mm-hmm. So, so, understand, the historical perspective of these books need to be understood. Right? The, the, the settings of these books, the settings of the characters, what's happening during that time period, it helps our kids to understand the viewpoint of the people who wrote them during those time periods mm-hmm. and to understand history. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, why certain things happened, why there were certain viewpoints, who were the writers and authors who lived during this time. And so, so let's let's fast forward to when he was in when he was in tenth grade. He's having to read Huckleberry Finn, mm-hmm. but it's the version of Huckleberry Finn that 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 uh, that was that was the issue, right? The version of Huckleberry Finn was based on the original right the original language, Southern language mm-hmm. of the time, right? Nineteenth yeah. century. Right, so you, you know, know all southern, the colloquialisms. Yeah, southern colloquialisms, mm-hmm. agrarian, the whole nine, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, Walter's from Tampa, Florida. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, now, his daddy, his daddy is from Tallahassee. Right. <laughs> right, which is basically South Georgia. Now, when I read Huckleberry Finn, it was easy for me to get through it because I understood the colloquialisms. I understood right. all that stuff. He didn't. He mm-hmm. didn't. Right. His dad is from Tallahassee. His mom's Puerto Rican. Right. So how? So <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so he's not on his own. He's not going to understand this. Do you know that the teacher did not? This is at the, at the height of, of COVID. Do you know that the teacher sat right there and did not, did not do any type of guidance on that? Huh. We were left to have to go through this thing with him and show him. Exactly, you know what these words meant. Wow. So, what was the what right. did the teacher think the role of the teacher is? I don't know what the hell this guy thought. I know I confronted him about it. <laughs> I confronted him about it because it was ridiculous what he was doing. Um, and for and, and if that's the direction that we're going in, where uh, that is the impetus for this type of thing, where teachers will withdraw themselves from teaching this material. That has already that 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 now of course these books are being banned right right so now we're at that point right, right? so you know I I am I am not optimistic no about that under this leadership under this governor we got to you know I'm just saying flat out 
I, I have no qualms in saying, listen, man, you know, he got to go. Right. He has to go. This cannot stand. Right. These children, our children need to read these books. Right. Soul on Ice. You know, that, right. that's a, that, that, is, that is something that we've got to read. The autobiography of Malcolm X. Yeah. You know, these, are book, these books that our children especially cannot afford to, to, to not read. We just can't afford to not we read it. Have to have exposure to them. Got to, we man. Got. We got to. Um, it looks like people are already trying already to call. call yeah. <laughs> you know, this is, that, this is dangerous, man. They, uh, the fact that he's politicizing schools oh, purposefully, yeah. and now he's actually backed some candidates for school board, which is supposed to be nonpartisan. Mm -hmm. There's a purpose for them being nonpartisan. Mm -hmm. We don't need to know your private politics sitting on a school mm -hmm. board when you're supposed mm -hmm. to address everybody. But clearly, while he's claiming to be fighting indoctrination from people like us, from black people, he's actually implementing a sort of he's implementing this kind of indoctrination he right. wants to indoctrinate people with white christian identity heterosexualism that's what it's all about and you know it's again about white replacement you, we've heard paternalistic taken, paternalistic it's also paternalistic it's we saw the same thing out of president putin of yeah. russia he's saying he's offering women a lottery money for having babies, to have babies, and outlawing abortion, the same thing, and trying to determine what people will and will not learn in schools. What's that TV show called? The House, the, the Housemaid, the, the... Handmaiden's Tale. Handmaiden's Tale. Yeah, they've been reading those dystopic topics. Man, books. listen, listen, listen. And you got a militia. Y'all better yeah. wake up. Y'all better wake up, man. That got a militia that went out and arrested those dudes, those guys, uh, for voting? Yeah, I mean, a private police force, secret police that's going out specifically looking for voting violators, oh, which is crazy. No. You have, but you don't have any, I, you don't have any concern about the insurgents from Florida mm -mm. that went to D.C. and demolished the Capitol, crashed through no. the Capitol. You don't have, you know, five mm -mm. of them who came from this area that was just uh, indicted. Five militia members who were charged mm -hmm. for storming the Capitol, who came from right here in Florida. Uh, one man was convicted for storming the Capitol. But you don't have any concern about this kind of violence and this kind of terrorism right here in our midst. But you're going after the school kids. You're going after women. You're going after in their reproductive rights. So, right. yeah, it's time. Right. It's time for the pushback. And uh, Like I said, man, you know, we need to do it. I, I'm. I am. I think, and 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 relevant to that, relevant to women, uh, in in Roe versus Wade, right? Um, yeah, everybody knows what my position is on it. You know, I'm I'm. Uh, you know, I'm pro-choice, right? But when you when you, I mean, nobody. As I said before, you know, nobody likes abortion. Right. If you don't nobody, want an abortion, don't have one. It. Nobody likes it, man. Yeah, nobody likes it. Government on women's bodies. But man, you know, yeah, yeah. Come on, man. And in in trans people's bedrooms and gay people's bedrooms getting out of hand once you let them start on women, what's to stop them from coming after everybody I'm else? I'm telling you, dude. I'm telling you. Wake up, folks. Wake up. Call in 813-239-9663. 813-239-9663. We're going we're gonna to go ahead and open up the lines for calls. 
Uh, if you called already, please call back. We'll, we'll uh, accept your call. Um, today, one of the things we're going to do is we're going we're to review what happened yesterday the toxic bus tour. Okay. We're going to talk about that. And we're going to talk about some of the, some of the issues surrounding uh, that tour that came up. There were some very interesting discussions yesterday, really. Okay. Very interesting discussions. And we're going to talk about that today on the Sunday Forum. Um, these environmental impacts that we that affect us in our communities here that we have like no idea about. No. Well, I do know that one of the you know the environmental movement goes back to the eighteen nineties, really, and it was always about protecting the waterways at first. Right. And uh, I understand that's what was at the root of the Toxic Bucks tour yesterday, kicking coal ash. Yes, kicking coal ash. Yeah. I, I shamelessly used my my grandchildren. <laughs> in little pubs. <laughs> okay. My daughter is like, okay, Dad, you go ahead and use it. Now All right. She well, got permission. Well, that's good because she could have <laughs> sued for imagery. Use. Right, 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 right. <laughs> no, it was cool. It was cool. Um, so you want to take this call? We have let's one take this call. Let's take this call, man. Sound like this person may have something on their chest. Maybe it's related to what we were already talking about. So, the so. changes coming up uh, with this election. Go ahead, caller. You're on the Sunday Forum. Good morning, Mobili. Yeah, I had some salad crumbs on my chest, but I took care of that real quick. <laughs> oh, good morning, Walter. How good. you doing, brother? <laughs> no, I'm good morning. not. Good morning. What you think I'm going to talk about? And they I am fabulous. not. I yeah, am. I'm going to talk about that. I'm just going to say well, what y'all were just talking about <laughs> is that, uh, you know, the saying that those who forget the mistakes of the past are oftentimes doomed to repeat them. I don't know where this is going to go, but, um, folks, yeah, you were right. It's time for the pushback. Mm -hmm. It really is time for the pushback. It's time for you don't stand on the side right now. No, it's right. time for the pushback. It's time for the pushback. And that's all I'm going to say about that. But um, the, the toxic tour, I'm, I'm anxious to hear what you got to say. What did you find this time? <laughs> and by the way, coal ash, by the way, just like COVID, Coal ash don't care what color you are. Mm -mm. It don't care about your ethnicity. Mm -mm. <laughs> okay. it, not. it does not. All, all right. right. Right about that. That's absolutely right. That's all I, I, I wanted to say. So, <laughs> Walter, see, I'm being good. Being good. All right. All right. Yeah, I, 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 I be a football player, too. So I know about bragging and all that stuff. And <laughs> tell me you on the football field. And when you get the butt whooped. Now, don't hang your head. Just get, just get, yeah, back, get back up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dust it off and keep going. That's it. That's Put some dirt right. on it. Let's go. Call, hey, our time is coming uh, next Saturday. So I ain't going to say nothing. <laughs> don't get a paycheck. <laughs> and do what you're going to do. And by the way, it wasn't me. ESPN put y'all on blast. That's all right. Ineligible. <laughs> they, in, in they, they, they ain't qualified. Man, listen. I'm not even... I, I'm, I've got to wait to see what the what the outcome is on that. I'm not even going to address that right now. I ain't yeah, going to address it because hey. I don't like to put. Now I'm going to tell you this right now. One thing, my father. One of the things that, that my father uh, was very good about. He waited until he found out all the entire story, right? In order, in order to be able to convey the message appropriately. 
and properly address it. Exactly, and properly address it. And you know, as the, as the president of the of uh, Fam, you know that was that's that was very critical, especially uh, when he was coming along, where the university was in danger of being shut down and merged with Florida State. Yep. So you know, this is this is a this is a very very delicate situation that needs to be handled that way. Uh, so I'm not going. I'm not even going to even bring it up. So it, right. as far as far as that's concerned, so we're gonna skip that part. But, but what you talk gonna be talking about today? What I just said. Mm-hmm. Oh, Cole mm-hmm. Ash don't care, care nothing about what color you at are. At all. Don't care about your financial status. Mm-mm. Okay, and a lot of the other stuff. And I heard on another show somewhere. I think it was on news. Uh, an environmentalist boy. They were whining and crying about. You know the seagrass is is going away, and you know, if we we need to address this now, no, this wasn't Walter and Mobili. <laughs> this was a white brother, mm-hmm. and he's saying, you know, and it's affecting the e- ecosystem, and the fisheries are not not there right now. And if it goes on the way it is, another twenty five years, yeah, I don't know. If I'm gonna be here. You gonna be here. Mobili gonna be here. Uh, we gonna be in in a world of hurt. We need to address these things right now. And there's some people, all they care about is the almighty dollar and what they're going to get out of it right now. They act like they live in a bubble. And some of them, I guess they think that they do. And this reminds you, you you said, yeah, I saw Fahrenheit 451. Mm -hmm. But remember, there was another uh, film, and I know we're not talking about films, but remember Soylent Green? There are people who live in gated. They were living in a gated community and high walls and stuff like that. And and uh, when when Charlton Heston, who played the cop, he snuck in there looking for the murder and all this kind of stuff. He was amazed at what he saw and that the people who lived behind that wall they were oblivious of what was going on mm-hmm. around them in the community right now. Mm-hmm. But folks, that was the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, this is real. This is real. This is life. real. We're actually, this is actually happening. There are literally people out there right now who are oblivious to anything that's happening outside outside of their community, outside of their yeah. little, you know. Because you feel it ain't touched you. Told you. I just, my grass man, he lives in Progress Village. I said to him, uh, y'all still got that big old gypsum stack? And he's kind of elderly. What, what do you mean? You know that thing over there in the uh, the southwest mm-hmm. of where you live in Progress Village that looked like a human-made mountain? And he's like, oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's still there. I said, I ain't asked him about anything else, but okay, folks. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, hey, Walter Mobili, y'all have a good morning. Hey, man. Thanks, uh, Jason. Listening. All right, brother. Bye-bye. You know, he hit on the head, man. You know, <laughs> yeah. and it doesn't care. I mean, it's like uh, the uh, during the pandemic, you know, white boy Ron kept trying to politicize it. And our Republicans kept trying to politicize the mitigation efforts that's been going on that had been going on. And uh, the idea was to keep from overwhelming the hospitals until we got a vaccine. Right. And this guy's an anti-vaxxer who wants to sit around calling Dr. Fauci names and stuff. You know, this is this is just going to be crazy, but it doesn't care what your politics is. It, all it mm. cares about is 
you doing something about it, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. And these guys didn't want to do anything about it. Mm-hmm. You know, they didn't want it, and they still don't. They still just want to walk around as if, you know, they are somehow, they're somehow, they have some protection or privilege, even from the coronavirus. Come on. And all of the other, you know, I don't want white ball run in, in power if there's another public health pandemic or any kind of public health Hell issue. No. I don't want him there. And none kidding? of these Republicans. And the numbers are still going up in Republican areas. So give me a break with that. Right, right, right. You know, uh, I'm looking right now at a comment that that's come up on uh, online from one of the one of the Facebook viewers. He points out, uh, shout out to James Johnson Malone. Thank you for watching, James. I appreciate your 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 candor, and I appreciate the the observation. He says um, he loves how we're keeping environmental racism in the spotlight. Uh, it saddens him, he says. It saddens him that Emerge Magazine, remember Emerge Magazine, right? Mm-hmm. All right, was, was addressing environmental racism 40 years ago, and people are just becoming aware mm-hmm. of it uh, 50 years later, as mm-hmm. though this is this is something new. Yeah. Right? <laughs> this is it's nothing so, new, man. Yeah, no. You know, uh, you know, our ancestors uh, are my my grandparents my great grandparents had to deal with this stuff yeah like I said the environmental movement goes back do you know that like I said the waterways was it was about protecting the waterways if you look at places like San Francisco in the 1890s they were building there were corporations that were starting out but they were making things and letting the water, let the sludge run off into the water. Right. So there had to be uh, ways of protecting the waterways from these companies who didn't care, you know. And until there's gonna, until somebody writes a law and tell them to stop, they're not going to stop. No. And we had a little ice age right before the first production, industrial revolution. We had a little ice age to the point that it was cold enough that People could ice skate on rivers in Holland. You know that can't happen now because the earth is, the earth has been warming. Yeah, yeah. And and I don't know if a lot of people remember what they were told about the Everglades, but the Everglades was the result of sea level rise, wasn't it? That's right. That's right. And 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 when you look at so so the state of Florida was once underwater entirely. Yeah. It was. It was. It didn't exist at all. It was underwater, and which is why that we have. Which is why when the waters finally receded after the the ice age, uh, when the waters receded, uh, the what was left was the Everglades. Yeah. Right. Okay. So we have we have these these trees that evolved and everything like that. Right. The the um, the reason that we have the. Um, what do you call the sharks? The great white sharks? The uh, megalodons. The reason we have the megalodon teeth on the surface of the state of Florida as they do surface mining is because they once roamed the seas, right? Which, mm-hmm. you know, we have no idea if there are any out there right now. But, <laughs> like, was it, 80-some percent of the, of, the, of the ocean has still not been explored? Right. But nevertheless, uh, not to forget anybody, just say it. But, no, uh, but the point being, the point being, that the reason that we have 
that is because of the receding of the waters, right? Right. Okay. So as as we look now, we're seeing things kind of go back, right? Because we're losing land. The state of Florida is losing land. Hmm. And and what's happening is the the water the sea level rise is happening. It is yeah. happening. And there is, you know, so there are people out here who will argue that this is not a man-made occurrence. Right. That this was going to happen anyway. And that it will correct itself. <laughs> well, no, it's not going to correct itself if we keep interfering. Right. Right? So, give you an example of what I mean. No, listen, listen, let me tell you. The Mississippi River, it runs through St. Louis, right? Through Missouri. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. All right. So, uh, I watched several times as we saw floods go through those areas, right? The reason they were having the floods was because people were trying to redirect the river, Mississippi River. You can't redirect the Mississippi River. <laughs> it was disastrous. Right. It was an engineering feat that worked for a minute, and then it went bad quickly. <laughs> went very badly, very quickly. And it reversed and went right back to its natural state of flow. Now, the same thing exists when we talk about places like Florida, like where we live right now, right? Yeah. And this, and, and, and we, we mess with something. We're messing with nature. Right. In a way that it can be irreparable. Hmm. It could be irreparable to the point that the surface of the earth will be will be a place that we can no longer exist. Now, th- this is not a joke. I'm not saying this to scare anybody. Or, or maybe I am, <laughs> uh, but not intentionally anyway. I'm just telling you the truth. This is the truth. All right. And we can handle the truth. You know, we either get Mad Max where all the water's gone. Yeah, I have Water World. Or Water World. Yeah. You know, and and, and we got to grow gills in order order to be able to survive, right? Right. Uh, Just not have any plans. I mean, because there are things you can do to mitigate, of course. Yeah. I mean, we, like, I'm looking at a story from out of Township, New Jersey, which is also on the East Coast. So they're dealing with sea level rise and building... Uh, by coasts are increasingly the, all of the buildings on the coast, the coastlines are increasingly endangered, and communities around the world are turning to small but mighty oyster <laughs> to help stabilize the shorelines. Which makes sense to me by establishing oyster colonies along badly eroded shorelines. Governments and volunteer groups are creating natural speed bumps designed to blunt the force of waves and slow down erosion. And I understand St. Pete Beach is worried about the same thing. You need sand to replenish the beach. Right. right. Or you, not just so we can have something beautiful to look at, but because you want <laughs> to slow down erosion. You want to slow down, you know, the shores, uh, the, uh, the waves when they hit the shores. So we can do some similar work here. And, 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 and now I will tell you this as well. There's technology out there, for instance, where uh, energy can be made from the waves. Yeah. Right? And, you know, that needs to be explored. It has not been explored here. 
the hydrocarbon, uh, hydroelectricity? It's a type of hydroelectricity. What what happens is the force of the waves um, that the hidden shores is so is so great that it mm-hmm. um, it's not difficult to explain. But what happens is that force creates energy, and that energy can be used by us. Yeah. Right. Um, and that's just from the force of the waves. We're gonna have that all the time anyway. Mm-hmm. That's cool. The, but then we have um, what is it? Hydrogen. Yeah, we, hydrogen. Yeah. I know Canada has decided to help Germany not be so dependent on Russia mm-hmm. right now by creating hydroelectric energy. Somehow, I guess you have to. It's hydrogen, so you, it, they need water to do it, and then they transport it so that they don't have to use the oil, the natural gas pipeline that was built. That Russia can control. So that's another idea. You know, very dangerous concept is the is the excuse on the on the flip side where people say that we need to. You know, the justification is that we need to have our own oil reserves, our own own reserves of uh, of, of fuels and so forth, right? Yeah, um, but we have reserves, which is supposed to be for reserve time, you know, for right. emergency or there was a war. Well, I guess in the, in the Ukraine situation, there is a war. Yeah, but we all have reserves, and we have tapped into them to bring bring down the price of gas at the pump. Absolutely, absolutely. So we we are we are actually doing some very dangerous things. That need to be um, that need to be called into order, mm-hmm. right? Um, the fracking, fracked gas, the use of fracked gas. Yeah, there has to be a better way to do this. There, I mean, there just has to be a better way to do this than to inject carcinogenic um, uh, jet uh, to, to jet carcinogenic uh, liquids into the ground and leave them in the ground. As you are extracting gas, mm-hmm. right, and there's only so much gas that you're getting in, in each in each extraction, right. So what what are we doing exactly, right? There, there's 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 a there is, and what's the cost? What's the cost of what we're doing? What's the cost? I mean, are we willing to actually allow this to happen on a consistent basis? So much so that we're that we're poisoning people. That's disturbing. That's yeah. disturbing, and that we leave that behind. When I say we, I mean I mean people in general. Now, big business does this. Big business does this, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and they go out and they get the gas, and they just leave the the uh, collateral damage there, right? And are you saying down these people are collateral damage? They don't. They don't matter. Mm. They got to drink this stuff. There's certain states there is fracking going on. From what I'm looking at, we yeah. don't do that here. Yeah, but there is a. Yeah. Now look, we say we don't do that here. <laughs> now we say we don't do that here. Now I'm just saying. Now you know. There, there's, there's some suspicion. There's some suspicion. Mm-hmm. But nevertheless, I got to tell you, 
we are on dangerous ground, on very dangerous ground, and we have to make certain that we are not doing dumb things that are going to leave behind um, a, a, a situation where the ecosystem that we depend on for our income. Okay, well, I don't see that, but I do see... Because you just said we can't do dumb things. Looks like there is something other than fracking called matrix acidization. What in the world is that? This is a stimulation process. It's been used in Florida, by Florida operators as an alternative to fracking. It's a process using large volumes of acid to dissolve rock in the largest formation rather than injecting water at high pressure to break up the rock, which is how fracking works. The acidation process... Acidization process has been used to moderate, moderate success by some operators drilling into the Sunnyland shale formation that runs beneath parts of Florida. <laughs> so, when we see, folks, let me tell you something. When we see the limestone formations breaking up, <laughs> that means it's a sinkhole. Look at me. Look, I want you to look at me. I want you to look at me, everybody out there. That means there's a sinkhole. Yeah, that's what we're going to If there's about. a sinkhole, there's some activity that caused that sinkhole. Yeah. Like I said, like, what did I just say? There's some suspicion. Yeah, you were, you were right to be suspicious. There's some suspicion that this is happening. Okay? <laughs> so understand, folks, you know, if you never paid attention to environmental issues before, Trust me, when you're talking about the value of your home and you're talking about your life, remember the man uh, probably five, six years ago that the sinkhole sucked him, candy up. Sucked him right, right into the ground. Yeah. And he hollering for his brother. And his brother wow. couldn't get him out. That had to be scary. I know. He, he say frostproof. Frostproof, not sinkproof. I know I saw one in frostproof years ago. That was pretty scary. And I don't know what environmental degradation is going on. I had gone on in frost proof, but it certainly was not sink proof. God, listen, man, I, I don't. I, they, we've got to do something differently than what we're doing. Yeah, and our our energy companies are doing something every time they come up with some new yeah. mess that is not conducive to your well-being. You understand me? Mm -hmm. And I, I say that because I'm going to tell you right now, keep messing with me. I'm, <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm, I'm going to get a dual citizenship and, go, <laughs> and I'm moving. I'm just You done. can't go nowhere. I got to go, man. I can't, can't do this. I cannot do this. I love y'all. I got to go. I cannot <laughs> do this. Okay? Uh, you know, hey, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's oh. getting so hot here. I mean, and that's another thing. The the earth is warming. We're in a drought right now. And we have more than just fire seasons now. We have fires all the time. Yeah. And it also could include Florida. I was riding right there in Polk County and saw a small brush fire right in the middle of, in the median of the interstates. <laughs> Dude, there's so many stories I've begun collecting these stories. Well, I've known it for a while, but collecting these stories of people who are affected by these things, and they're willing to talk and tell you what's going on. Uh, this is not a joke. 
this is not a joke. Eric Crown, uh, who is uh, one of my very good friends out there, shout out to Eric Crown and the work that he's doing right now. He's calling these people out. He's yeah. traveling around and he's calling these people out. He's terminal, by the way. Eric is terminal. Yeah. Um, God bless him, man, for the work that he's doing. Eric Crown is terminal, but he is going out there and he is, um, uh, he has cancer. Uh, but he has been going out there, man, and interviewing people and proving the the impact, the environmental impacts to poor people uh, around this nation, around this nation. The man deserves a Nobel Peace Prize, truthfully. Hmm. I mean, the work that he's done has been tremendous, tremendous. Well, listen, folks, call in 813-239-9663. We're going to talk some more about this toxic bus tour. But, what you know, right now, you know, Lord have mercy, I just... I just feel like some Angie Stone. Okay. All right. Okay. So we're going we're to we're play some uh, vertical hold back. Old Angie Stone. Okay. Seems you're much too busy by Angie Stone and vertical hold right here on the Sunday Forum. WMNF 80.5 Tampa. And call us. Call us. 813-239-9663.
this is Courtney Barnett. You're listening to 88.5 WMNF Tampa. All right, all right, all right. Oh, I like that one. She had a British accent. <laughs> a British accent. <laughs> yeah. That goes right along with this song here. Yeah. <laughs> all right, well, B, let's go to... Let's go to our line. My Tell British accent line. is not very good, I don't think. It's good enough. Is, is, it, is it good? Is it? Is it? Yeah. You call us 813-239-9663. You can use your British or your English. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, caller. You're on the air. You're on the Hey, thanks, thanks for the show. It's uh, John from Port Ritchie. Hey, John. How you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you guys for all the all the good stuff that you do. So uh, it's my understanding that when they do the fracking, mm-hmm. that that water is left down there forever. They never bring it back because it's toxic, so they just leave it down there, and it's taken out of the whole hydrological cycle. So I think that's pretty amazing that we use something that everybody needs for life that's life-giving, and we're in the middle of a drought, and we're putting, what, millions of gallons into the ground just to leave it there forever. Right. Just right. a thought. Right. No, no, absolutely right. Absolutely right. Uh, it, it, it is a selfish thought. And I think that the act, the act of continuing to do, to use fossil fuels and, and to, um, in the way that they're being used, uh, is very, is not just dangerous, but it's also very selfish. Uh, billions of dollars are made, uh, doing this whole thing. Colonialism is selfish. And basically, huh. that's what that's what is happening. Uh, right. We're look, forced to use the stuff. Right. You look at the states that are doing the bulk of the country's shale oil production. Out of looking at Colorado, of course, right, the Rocky Mountains, but North Dakota, which is the oil patch, and of course the state of Texas, <laughs> and there's Wyoming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Very Red states. Listen, man. Okay, so so let's let's talk for a moment about the tour. Okay, the tour yesterday was outstanding. Um, we had uh, probably somewhere between twenty eight, maybe thirty people there um, that were that were on the bus. Okay, and people from different organizations. Uh, we had youth. We had people who were. From uh, like the League of Women Voters, okay, were present. Uh, we had people from Food and Water Watch. We had people from uh, a, a local basketball team, right. uh, youth basketball team that was on. That was a couple of the members were there. Uh, we had uh, teachers. Uh, we had people who were former security uh, at former security at Tico. Um, mm-hmm. uh, people who were telling us things that, that that revealed things to us in the course of the tour that were that added to the conversation that was already one that was critical for people to understand. Uh, the 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 focus of this whole thing was coal ash. That's why we called it kicking coal ash, right? So the reason we called it kicking coal ash is because. Coal ash is something that is a byproduct of coal. Recently, in 2017, Tico had a, a very big uh, uh, situation that took place. I call it a situation, but it was disastrous. It was actually disastrous, it was, and it was avoidable. 
where you had six workers that were, five of which were, were killed, one of which was injured very seriously, and the settlement for that came out at half a million dollars. Okay? And plus probation. What is probation to Tico, <laughs> right? What, what is probation? What is it to, how, what is it to pay? I'm not sure what the settlement was with each of the families. We just know it was a half million dollar fine, right? Yeah. We also know that there was, that, that and understand, so everybody understands what happened. You have a coal fire, uh, a coal fire uh, stack, uh, a plant, right? And in this plant, they're burning coal, which is what you see. The fumes that you see, the emissions yeah. you see coming out of there, you've not you've seen it. Mm-hmm. We've we, we've ridden down there. Man, listen, we went down there with Billy, and we <laughs> saw, and we smelled this stuff. Yeah. Okay? Yeah, with the windows up. With the windows, yeah. With the windows up. <laughs> okay? When Billy and I have been down there a couple of times, and we've actually investigated. Okay? This is not a joke. Folks, when, when you go down to Apollo Beach, the Big Bend, you see what's going on. You see it's there. there. And what, so what happened was the, the stacks, the, the stacks, uh, uh, the, the, what happens is when you burn the coal, it builds up pressure, right? And it, and it becomes molten. So the molten stuff, it creates what's called slag. Slag is what is, is, the, is the byproduct of the molten coal that is a glass-like substance when it cools onto your onto whatever surface it is. So imagine then that these people, this stuff got on them. Mm-mm-mm. Now what happened was they opened up the, the chute in order to be able to clean it mm-hmm. at its base. It is so hot, the pressure was there. They, they, they did not, did not have a safety meeting. Mm-hmm. They did not go through the lockout tag out uh, uh, protocols. Wow. Right? Skip which, a few steps. Right, right. Which are OSHA protocols, right? Department of Labor protocols that were completely skipped. And do you know why they were skipped? No. Because to shut down the energy yeah. means that they lose money. Money. It's always down. It comes down to money. Mm. To shut it down means they ha- they end up losing money. So their lives did not mean a hill of beans to crap. Right. Enough for them to shut to to show them how to do it properly, review it, and right. then then move forward to make certain that they were going to be safe. These people died and one seriously injured as a result of it. Right. So that means that somebody's child, somebody's husband, dad, whatever or or you know, I'm not sure if they were no, they were all men. So, yeah, this is what happened. This is why we have worker safety standards. This is why we have labor unions. This is why we, right. even if they were contractors, we have standards. That that's right. And they were contractors. Yeah. They were contractors. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's, that's even sadder. Yeah. That's even sadder. Now, fast forward. This, this happened. This is 2017. This is just now being resolved. Right, right. This just now being resolved. How many years later? <laughs> right? Right. So... We we are we are um, we we have we have a a lot to consider uh, when it comes down to how we do business here. 
number one. What we accept, what we, what we call as acceptable business practices, right? Mm. And operations that exist. I always use the, the fact, and then we'll, I will always use it because it's important to know. And that is 75% of black and brown families live near or next to an industrialized operation. Now, let me show you and prove to you what I'm saying. Evidence of that is what you see 